0: Don't put away your singing voices yet, though, because we're, our benediction today is going to be singing, Go Till It on the Mountain. And so be ready for that at the end of our, as our, of our service. Um, the final re- scripture reading uh, for today comes from the Gospel of John once again. Joining back to um, what Emily read at the beginning of our service, that great anthem of Jesus in John, I'm going to begin with John uh, 1, verse 14, and read through 18. Now that word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, a glory such as belongs to the Father's one and only full of grace and truth. John bears witness about him and has cried aloud, this one, this was the one I talked about, the one who's coming after me, has come to stand ahead of me because he was first in comparison to me. For we all receive from his fullness. It's been grace on top of grace. As the law was given through Moses, This grace and truth came through Jesus, the anointed king. No one has ever seen God, ever. The one and the only, himself God, who is in the heart of the Father, has made God known. We're about to take the Lord's Supper together in just a few moments. And I just want you to think back on the journey that we've been on this morning in our meditations together—it's Christmas Day, and uh, we've been hit with the the cold that's sweeping the country in this time of, of of year. And yet, there is this large story that is that comes to a to a point at this this day that we celebrate. It's a story that it has to do not just with the moment of Jesus' birth, though that that idea, the idea of Jesus being born as an infant, God coming among us in that way is an astonishing thing. And so, as we started our journey together in the reading that that Emily uh, read for us at the very beginning of our of our uh, worship, We see God and the Word and the Spirit all together bringing existence into reality, our existence, both physical and spiritual. And that word was light, we're told, the light that is physical and spiritual. And in that light shining in the life of human beings, there is a very real drama As God seeks to illuminate us as as human beings, there is a, a darkness that's, of course, the physical darkness, but also the darkness of our brokenness as he wants to illuminate us as his beloved children. We find the power of the darkness as well as the light pointed to in that scripture. The long history, the long waiting That is there. That's what Advent is about. And that's what makes it such a a vast idea. Not, Not one that's just simply limited to Jesus' birth. But is the waiting of God's people throughout the whole history of Scripture. And the waiting that continues even for us. That is what makes Advent so important. That coming. That idea of God coming and breaking in upon us. We read from Isaiah, the ninth uh, chapter, as Julie read, uh, began that reading for us. People walking in darkness see this, this light. A child is born. It's a long heritage back to David, already long at that time. He's a wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace, And he uh, points to bringing the renewal of justice that flows from God's love into this world. Julie continued on with reading from Isaiah 11, verses 1 through 6. Again, the heritage of David is now sort of cut down because so much has happened in the history of Israel at that time. It's cut down to a stump, but a shoot still comes up from the stump. And that shoot, that person is full of the Spirit of God, full of wisdom, full of understanding, and that deep relationship with God. He brings justice and faithfulness. He he points to this longing for the advent of peace, of God's own peace. The wolf dwelling with the lamb, a little child will lead them. And there will be no hurt in my holy mountain, says the prophet, says God through the prophet. For the earth will be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. At waiting, that advent, coming now. When is it going to be? How is it going to be? How is this coming, this advent, going to be there? We journeyed to... The Gospel of Luke with Laura, as she read from Luke chapter 1, verses 26 to 38, as Gabriel comes to this young woman, this virgin named Mary. A child is to be born by the power of God's Spirit, the Son of the Most High and the Son of David. Mary is astounded, but she trusts God's calling. I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me, as you have said, the acceptance, the the participation, the sharing with God in this. Here is the moment of one step, one crucial step in that whole advent story. We journeyed then with uh, with um, Mary to visit with Elizabeth, as we read from Luke chapter one verses 39 to 55, as Paul read it to us. And there the elderly Elizabeth is, is there to receive Mary, and she is six months pregnant, and she thus has learned in her own body the power and grace of God. And she recognizes what is happening to, to in Mary, I guess I should say. She says, Blessed are you among women. And And this woman, this elderly woman who is a prophet of God and who has um, this knowledge of God, this worships this one God, one Lord, she is amazed. How is it that the mother of my Lord should come to me? She knows that story. She has been waiting, waiting, waiting. And then Mary breaks forth in that song that we love so much. My soul, my my life magnifies. My life sees the greatness of God. He's looked on me. I've been humbled in my humble situation. And yet he has done great things for me. He has has pulled down the high and mighty whose station represents the The power structures of our world and those who are humbled he has raised high by coming among them as he has come to me. And so it begins that the the way in which all the values of the world are turned upside down in this advent of Jesus coming into the world. And then we skip to Luke chapter 2 and uh, they're read from chapter 2 verses 25 to, to 38 as Stephen read it for us. There in the temple. And we see more of that turning upside down, but also the struggle of it that it's not just little cherub angels, so to speak, singing wonderful little songs and so forth, but it is a great struggle, like it was back in Isaiah's day, like it is all the time. As they come into the temple, Mary and Joseph with the infant child, and there is this. This man named Simeon, they went here into the temple to connect with the faithfulness of God, to bring this child to God and to connect with some of the hopes and dreams of his people. And Simeon is one who, as we learn, has been anointed to wait for the coming. He will not die before he sees the coming of the Lord's Messiah. And so he begins to talk about that, about how this is light to the nations and bringing the glory of Israel. <sighs> but to Mary, Mary, he says, it's also going to point to the brokenness of, of humanity. He's set for the rising and the falling of many. And you, Mary, a sword will pierce you your heart also and then that wonderful elderly woman Anna 84 years old whose life has seen so many changes so many things bad and good uh, mostly bad actually happening around her but is still waiting for that redemption for the The deliverance from slavery, slavery of oppression, slavery of misdirected hopes and dreams. She comes and blesses the child, Anna. And finally, before coming back to John, once again, we heard, as Sonia read from Revelation chapter 5, might be a strange thing to think of reading for an advent service but it is a vision given at the end of the first century to John it's like isaiah's vision of god's throne in some ways there is something new though as god's throne is seen there is also this vision of a lamb like john john the baptist had pointed to jesus as the lamb of god who takes away the sins of the world of the world This lamb is standing there, alive, but also slain. And so as they recognize this reality of God's being now among us and taking on our death and all of our suffering, worship breaks out, a new song, a new in-breaking song. He was slain and has taken on our suffering and death. And in that, all people have been brought together in order to that they may be redeemed in this. To bring into participation in God's life people from every tribe and tongue and people and nation united in sharing in God's kingdom. As they see that kingdom in the lamb that was slain. True wisdom, they see there, and honor and glory and blessing. That is the story. It's the its human history, but also its song and symbol. It's often always mixed and often tragic and broken, but sometimes beautiful and noble. Above And through all of the history and song and symbol, there is that illumination of human lives as the Word becomes us, becomes our flesh and dwells among us. We have all received from His fullness grace upon grace. It is this long story of ever-inviting, ever-opening Advent that keeps on going. Advent in the past, Advent in the future, Advent always in a very real sense. God opening up a future of both love and justice for all of us. That's what our worship is about. That's what this meal is about as we take it. In a moment, you're going, to all, well, you're going to all come forward, or at least be welcome to come forward and take one of the, the little chalices, as we call them, of the fruit of the vine and bread, and just take it, greet one another, chat amongst yourselves, and go back and sit down, and we will take it together in a moment. But it is something so much more than the little plastic vial and sealed up, safe and germ-free for us, bread and fruit of the vine, because it captures in a symbolic moment that story that runs along and is still running and still will be running into the future of our lives. And so, if you would, together, just please come forward and take one of the, the little vials and, and take it back with you to where you were sitting. And we will conclude our our, uh, communion together in just a moment. For as often, Paul says, as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you show forth the Lord's death until he comes. Would you bow as we bless this that we have participated in? Our Heavenly Father, What an amazing thing it is to be part of such a very human, but also very eternal story. To be part of something that you have been doing, coming again and again amongst us. That you have come in such a special way in Jesus Christ. And to come giving yourself to us in him so that we might be part of your own life through his resurrection and by your Holy Spirit. Bless each one of us, Heavenly Father, especially in this season of the year, but every day of the year as we live as part of that amazing story of your Advent. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. And so we conclude our service with our benediction of song.